Welcome to Investing Across Borders with Lauren Cohen. Every week, she will share valuable information that you need to know in order to successfully invest in real estate and other business endeavors in North America. We believe in helping clients invest, live, work, and play across borders. And now, your host, Lauren Cohen. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Investing Across Borders, the podcast where we explore opportunities for you to invest, live, work, and play across borders. I'm Lauren Cohen, and I'm your host, international legal and real estate expert, originally from the wonderful country of Toronto, the wonderful city of Toronto, where my friend Michal is currently living, who is going to be on the show with us today and currently living in South Florida, where my friend Yair is currently living as well with his family. So it's very exciting to be here with you guys today. I have special guests with me today because not only have they become good friends and trusted colleagues and strategic partners and mm, so many other things, but Lendai, which is the company that they both represent, is the sponsor of this podcast. So I'm really excited to have them here today to talk about the amazing product lines that they have developed. I was blown away the first time Michal reached out to me on LinkedIn, and I was like, who is this girl and what does she want? But we had a conversation and it turned into another and it's turned into one of the best strategic partnerships I think we all have. And it's a pleasure to be a part of your world. So maybe each of you could introduce yourselves, Michal, then your ladies first, of course. Okay, so I'm going to start then. First of all, thank you, Lauren, for having us. It's our pleasure to be here. I'm Michal Livyatan, and I live in Toronto, Canada. I'm a Lendai representative in the Canadian branch. And yeah, I mean, before I uh, joined Lendai, I considered uh, seriously the option of uh, investing in the U.S., and I started to explore and learn more and more and more. I reached out to you and to other professionals, and together I realized the problems that we're going to talk about today and Lendai's uh, solution. Absolutely. Yeah, here. how about you? You're the brains behind this baby, right? <laughs> I prefer to be the brains and not the muscles, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, you're the muscle too. You are a general with the IDF, for goodness sake. I don't get a, I don't get somebody that's a general with the Israeli Defense Force and in reserves and going back to Israel to serve every day of the week. I don't. I just don't get that every day. So it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, that's my second career, or third. Right. I don't know what do I have. So yes, good morning, and a pleasure to be here as well. I'm Yair Benyamini. I'm Lendai CEO and one of the four co-founders of the company. Lenda is, as you know, a fintech company based, we have R&D center in Israel. We have an office here in Miami. And of course, Michal is leading our offices in Toronto. Uh, and we're basically focusing on everybody who's living in the U.S. but is looking to invest in your residential real estate. I'm a real estate investor myself in multifamily, single families, fix and flip. Um, I've done it all. Uh, I encountered the problem that we're solving today. And I'm happy to say that, you know, in 2021, Having so much technology stack, uh, being able to open the markets into the world, and I, this is why I love what you're doing, uh, investing across border. If we were, you know, if we were talking I don't know, five years ago, it was a whole different story. Oh, Even totally. talking pre-COVID, it was a whole different story. Absolutely. Before, meetings were, where it became something. Uh, meeting now on, on a daily basis, we're doing you know meeting from the someone in the East Coast, someone in the West Coast, someone in Israel, and somebody in Australia, all in the same meeting. 
and doing business together. That's the world we live in today, and it's an exciting era to be, be alive, I have to say. That's definitely the silver lining of COVID. I was on a, I was speaking at an event the other day with three women from different parts of, well, one is from Calgary and two are from the U.S., different parts of North America. I've never met any of them, but consider all of them very dear friends and trusted colleagues. And I would go to them with a personal issue, a professional issue. And, you know, Zoom has allowed that. So definitely that's a silver lining of COVID, which goes in line with my brand of finding your silver lining. But what I wanted to do is ask, and whoever wants to answer this, like Lendai, first of all, what does it mean? How did you come up with the name? And what the heck is it? Yeah, so the name is a combination of two things that we're doing. It's basically Lend, because we're lending money, and AI, because our engine and the decision-making and the ordering system are based on artificial intelligence. And this is what we developed in our Israeli R&D center. So we just combine the two and to Lendai, so it will be sound much nicer. And what we're doing is, as we said, basically Lendai is financing non-US residents who invest in the US residential market. It's meant it could be a Canadian buying a property in Florida, it could be an Australian guy buying us in Georgia, for example, or it could be even an American who is foreign expert. Now he who used to be in the US, now he moved to, I don't know, to the UK, to London to work. He's, uh, we just have uh, one client like that. He's a, as a lawyer. He's, oh, he's moving to- I didn't even know that. That's cool. And But he doesn't have a credit scoring because he's five years already in London, but he wanted to buy more properties in the US. And if he goes to a US bank, they simply say, hey, sorry, we can't even understand what's your paycheck. So we won't <laughs> even talk to you. When he comes to us with a click of a button, we can overcome this gap and basically finance his properties. Uh, so Lenda is basically mm-hmm. utilizing our technology in order to overcome the current financial and information gap in the market. Well, you know, if you go to a, a meeting in a US bank and you don't have a US citizenship or US credit scoring, they won't even talk to you. No. If you go to a meeting, in a Canadian bank or Israeli bank, and you say, I want to buy a property in the US, they say, well, we know you just fine. We have no way how to evaluate the property. Again, they will say no. So what we do is build a system that knows how to look on the property in the US, knows how to look on the foreign investor in his origin country. So we evaluate the property value, the property cash flow in the US side, and the creditworthiness of the foreign investor based on information from his origin country. We're looking on the Canadian in Canada, the British guy in the UK, or the Australian in Australia. And our system is basically give us a simple, very fast answer on the spot. Do we want to work with this specific person and this specific property? And if the answer is yes, of course, you will get an immediate offer through the system. So today, what technology is enabling no, wait, us... Wait, I want to interrupt you. Yeah. It's something that's... So many things that are really critical. One, that you're specifically funding. This is really key for my listeners because financing is often the biggest obstacle to, or at least they people think... Canadian, it's the biggest obstacle to investing in the U.S. Well, how do I get financing? Where do I get financing? I have to buy cash. I don't have cash. I want to use other people's money. So that's one of the things you mentioned, which is huge. And the other thing is immediate offer. So how immediate is this? You get an answer. How quickly? So from the beginning of the process into getting the first offer, it would take three to five minutes to get an offer. All you need to do, and actually for the entire loan loan process, including the closing, all you need to have is a computer and an internet connection. You can sit at the comfort of your home in Toronto or Montreal and just click on a few buttons, get the offer, move to the next step. We do all the work on the U.S. side, ordering the appraisal, ordering the titles. We facilitate the entire process. 
Once everything is ready to close, we will close it with a remote, it's called RON, remote online notary. Also one uh, good thing that COVID brought us into the world is remote online notaries in the US, which wasn't allowed pre-COVID. And so our borrowers can sit in their home in Toronto or in Tel Aviv and close on a loan in Ohio with you know, zero effort, just from the comfort of their own home. So that's one thing that technology enables us. The second thing, and that's very important what you said, Lenda is only focusing on foreign nationals and non-residents. It's not that we're just a regular lender. It is all a whole bunch of things and say, hey, it's nice to have also a few foreign nationals who comes with money. No, from the, some sunrise to sundown, this is all we do. We're only focusing on this market. This is why we built our platform specifically to those to facilitate those transactions and to help foreign nationals who in most cases have never had a mortgage in the US understand the process, go hand by hand with them. This is why we have Michal in our Canadian office. This is why we have Oren in our Israeli office. We have offices all around the world. So we can facilitate, speak with the borrowers in their origin language. We know their culture. We know their banking system. This is why we built it the way that we did. And I must add that a fast and convenient financing process, it allows the investor to be competitive. And it's it's critical. It's a crucial Absolutely. thing because um, if a Canadian goes to the bank, you know, we're talking about the big banks, they offer the financing, but it's going to be a months journey. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go into a journey with the bank and emailing and dealing sometimes not with one representative with so many people, you know, one is taking vacation and one is not feeling well. And now the deal is gone. So I think that it becomes a balagan, a big mess, just a big mess. I use that word on this podcast all the time because (laughs) we deal with a lot of this. And I feel like with uh, the situation in the market right now in the U.S., when it got so crazy, you have to stay competitive and you have to get the deal done right here, right now. And you won't be able to do that with the big banks. So uh, you get a pre-approval. Yeah, but not just a pre-approval. Lenda is already closing transactions from application to closing funding within 14 days. So if we are the fastest one actually we did was 13 days. So if you want to stay competitive in this market, you have to be able to put on an offer, but not just saying, hey, I know how to move fast, actually do it fast. Because otherwise the sellers in the US will say, well, don't don't bring a bank, buy all cash. But not everybody has all cash. And not everybody, even if they have the cash, they don't want to spend all of it this one transaction. So when you're going with the bank and you want to buy with financing, it will take you a month or two months. But what Lenda is offering our borrowers is go with the financing, but feel like you're going without because you have the financing in place, but the timing and the ease of the process is like you're buying all cash. And this is basically our vision and this is the goal and why we spend so much money in building the infrastructure that we did. I mean, it's essential because really the market lacks services for people that are investing into U.S. real estate from other countries. That's right. Tell me the conditions required for people to access Lendai funding. So first of all, Lendai is focusing on investors, foreign national investors. So all the transactions have to be made through an an entity in the U.S. Most of them, of course, is LLCs, but it could be any other type of U.S.-based entity. And actually, that's the recommendation as far as liability and tax-wise for everybody, even if you're not doing financing, do it through a company. It's much faster and much smarter. The second thing, we need to look on your properties in the US. So you need to get your stuff organized. If you, you have the LLC documents, so you have to have the operating agreement 
and the certificate uh, of good standing, you have to make sure that you have all the documentation in place. On the property, of course, you need to show us that the property is leased. So we need to see a lease agreement. We need the property is managed by a third party. So bring the management company agreement and so forth. That's on the property side and the LLC. So I'm just going to throw something in just for clarification because it's non-owner-occupied, and that's a key. Investors, non-owner-occupied. So if you're planning to use this as your second home, I mean, you could use it for a short term, I, I'm sure, but it can't be your principal residence. You can't be moving to this property to use as your principal residence or anything like that. Then you wouldn't qualify for funding. Also, at the moment, you're only funding long-term rentals, not short-term rentals, right? Yes. So first of all, it's very important to say, we do start the, the initial product that we have is the long-term rentals as a non-owner occupied. We do have now in the pipeline those two types of products, the short-term rentals, and of course, the second homes, Canadians, the UK market, those are people that love to buy a second home in Florida and Arizona. It will be, uh, I assume, in the next few months, uh, we'll start uh, to service those markets as well. But at the moment, we're focusing on either somebody buying now a new purchase of a rental investment, or it could be not just one, it could be a portfolio of a few of them. And actually, 90% of the transactions that Lambda is doing these days are what we call a cash out refi. It's not even it's not a real cash out there refi. It's really a first finance. But if you know the US market, there are more than $400 billion of residential properties being bought all cash by foreign nationals in the last 12 years since the credit crunch after the 2008 crisis. Yep. And there's a lot of equity stuck between those walls. Mm-hmm. So That's for sure. Is getting to those borrowers. And let's say I'm a Canadian who bought a property in South Florida in $300,000 years ago. Now this property is worth around $600,000 because this is what happened with the crazy market in South Florida. But if I want to enjoy this equity that was created in the property, the only way if I'm going to do it without financing is selling the property. What's the big problem there? It's a cash flow property. I don't want to sell it. I want to keep it until the pension. Second of all, once I sell this property, that's a tax issue. Now I need to pay capital the gains tax. So even though it went up in $300,000, now I need to pay $100,000 or more just in taxes. And this is something nobody want to do. So the best advantage in cash out refinance is you keep the property, the cash flow keep coming in, the loan is for 30 years, so the amortization is very long, the monthly payment is very small, and it's not a tax event. So you don't pay anything. On top of that, it's not just it's not a tax event. All the costs, and that's amazing in the U.S. that it happens, all the costs around the transaction, their management, the, the appraisal and the title and our fees around the closing of the loan, all those costs are tax deductible. So it's not just that you're not paying tax, you even get tax deductions on your general incomes in the U.S. Uh, and this is why we're seeing such a big surge because, and this is important to understand, where does the market in the U.S. is today? So if uh, I can show you the, the graphs, but... There's in the market today, not just in Florida, all over the states. All over. The property prices are in the highest level they have ever been. So we're... Ever. It's crazy. And it's much higher than it used to be. But the other side of this equation, and it's, of course, there's some correlation between those, that the interest rate are it's in lowest. Oh, exactly. So the delta between where the property is now and what you pay as interest have never been larger than today, which means that today... And in the last actually few months, and, and now we're just seeing the interest rate starting to rise again. So now it really is that time to refi before the, it will go back again. Today, it's the, if you own one, two, 10, or 100 properties in the US, now it's the best time to cash out on those properties 
get as much as equity as you can, and of course, reinvest it in the market. So I'm not saying buy in the same prices, but you can, what we see a lot of borrowers are doing, they have a property in Florida. It went up now, just they bought it in $600,000. Now it's worth a million dollars. They cash out, take home $500,000, and they don't invest it again in Florida, but they go to Ohio or to Michigan, where the property prices are still low. And with this $500,000, they can buy three to four properties in Ohio. So now they keep their property in Florida, cash flowing property, and they have another four in Ohio or Michigan. That's amazing. They now are real estate investors uh, globally. Right. And it also frees up cash for them to do stuff elsewhere as well. So it's like cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's a great opportunity and a great option that really hasn't been available. And it opens a lot of doors. And I think it's just a matter of making sure that people understand the scope of what you guys are offering. It is amazing. Now, Michal, tell us a little bit about the rates and how they compare. Since interest rates are still low, what are the rates generally with Lendai and what is the loan-to-value ratios that you work? Right. So at the moment, the rates are between four to five. We are not keeping a wide range, but we try to keep it very you know, on point and LTVs up to 60% for cash out refinance and new purchase loans. I think that I hear you guys talking and I think that it's important to also say that as a B2B business model, we are collaborating, partnering with other professionals that makes this whole product like a community. So now I have you, Lauren, as a partner and I have other professionals that are giving their due diligence to each deal. So, you know, it's important to cover that financial gap, as you mentioned. But also, I feel like on my side of the job, I create this community and hopefully this community will turn into a movement where making uh, mortgages accessible to foreigners in such a fast and easy way, it's just something that you're saying to yourself, as an investor, you're saying to yourself, oh, that's interesting. I should talk to these guys, you know, not only they're competitive and giving the rates to LTVs that, you know, that are suitable for us, but also we're part of a whole community and professionals that giving their due diligence on the deal. And in the Canadian side, I couldn't believe and I was amazed to see how People that are taking mortgages, you know, conventional mortgages with the bank, it's almost like the first ones to do so. And Canadians are investing in the States for many, many years. Mm -hmm. So how that can happen, that a client still feels like it's the first time, like I'm the first person who's, you know, who's getting finance with a deal in the States. So, yeah. And I might add on that, and I'll touch a very important note, because we need to understand what's the profile of the foreign nationals and specifically with COVID. What's the, of the foreign national year? Please repeat that. I'm saying that it's important to understand the profile of profile. foreign nationals mm-hmm. and what's going on now with COVID, where it's very hard to move to, you know, to go on a flight to the U.S. It's not always available with COVID restrictions. So a lot of people... You know that, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it really is a problem. And what we see that's happening a lot of times that People are forced to buy a property without ever seeing it, just relying on yeah. the books on the ground they have, the realtor or someone else. But the real problem with this hey, is... Hey, now watch it. What? 
Watch it. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the real problem is it, and, and they, you work with a professional in the US, but you know, you always wanted to have somebody double checking what you're buying because you're not with boots on the ground. It's and the advantage, sure. There's a lot of money being exchanged and you're not, yeah. you know, I just had a client decide that they want to waive inspection on a property they're buying for personal use and they're not going to even see the property. And I'm like, don't waive inspection. It's worth a couple hundred dollars, but people are doing this every single day. They're taking the risk and they, it doesn't make sense to me, but you know, it is what it is. Yes. Yeah, so, so when you're talking about you know, the second home, one might say, okay, I was going to live there and I was, will deal with it. But when you're talking about investment properties, yeah. you need to that you get your, the right returns. So what's any financing, not just even Nanda, that's any financing everywhere over the world. When you're taking a financial institution to go with you into this transaction, you may basically partnering with the, with the bank or with the lender, which mm-hmm. means that you have our team and our technology doing the underwriting and the double check on this transaction. Because if we will think, and we have you know a team that are more than 30 years professionals in the US real estate market as underwriters, as investors, so if our team will think that this is not a good transaction, another good investment property, we won't finance it. We will finance it only if it makes sense. So you're but not paying us. You're for actually this. doing their due diligence for the client because if exactly. you're not willing to finance it, it may not be the best choice. That's exactly. right. And then it's the client can say, okay, I won't go ahead with that deal, right? We had a lot of transactions. We had, uh, for example, a very smart investor. It was not his first property, but... He didn't check quite quite good uh, the title side. Mm. So he didn't saw that there are liens on the property, mechanical liens and all other things. And he said, hey, there's a red flag here. Before you buy this property, make sure that he's fixing those liens and taking them off. Otherwise, you will stuck with hundreds of thousands of dollars that you will need to pay after you buy those this portfolio. In other places, we have investors that we did a cash up refi on a portfolio of five properties in Georgia, it was. And the cash flow is good. The money is, is flowing every month. But when we send our guys to check and evaluate the properties, we see like, it was amazing to see the report. They say the kitchen floor is sinking into the basement and I couldn't get into the basement because it's filled with mold. Mm. And he's an investor. He lives overseas. He thought that everything is fine. He has a great management company in the US and the property is amazing. And suddenly you see that his property is full with mold. The ceiling sinking into the basement. And of course, we couldn't finance this property, but we thought, well, we can finance your others, take the money, renovate this property, right, get it to, right. to where it should, and then we will finance it. finance it, right. This due diligence is a crucial specifically for somebody who's buying remotely and doesn't have the boots on the ground. It may be it's his first or second or third property. So he doesn't know all the bits and bytes of how to invest correctly in the US market. And it's a whole different market than the Canadian or the British or the Israeli. So that's one very strong point that I have to say. Another thing that I want to mention is lowering the risk through financing. And what does it mean? So let's take an example. I have $100,000 in my pocket and I want to buy a property in the US. I go to the markets that I can buy $100,000, let's say Michigan, for example. And I put all my dollars in one house. Now something happened. Termites ate the property, a hurricane came or whatever. Or just I have a tenant who's not... To Michigan, that's new. Okay. I'll just just give a, a Florida example to Michigan. Yeah, uh, the snow just uh, collapsed snow the roof. Collapsed the house. That could be a more value. But in any case, if something happens, even just I have a bad tenant, he's not paying the rent, all my eggs are in one basket. What financing does, even if we take low fines, let's say 50% LTV. So now I have the $100,000. 
but I put 50,000 in this property and another 50 in another property. So now I have diversification in my portfolio. So if something happened to one property, I still have the other one still paying the rent. And of course, if you do it more and more, so you just divide your property, your, your funds on more places. So that's another thing. The financing, as we said, it's lowering the risk, first of all, via due diligence of the lender. Second, by diversifying the investment on a few properties. And of course, it will give you higher cash on cash returns. Because if you're doing smart, and this is why the best thing in real estate, when you compare it to the stock market, for example, is being able to use other people's money. Because in the stock market, you have $100. You can buy shares in $100, but that's it. Mm-hmm. But in real estate, you have $100. You can buy properties in $400,000. And that's the big magic. And this is why everybody, all the smart investors, from Warren Buffett to the average Joe in the street, buy real estate where they can. And I really like the phrasing of, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait, because it will always eventually go up. So those, those are just a few of the advantages of thinking of financing not even, it doesn't have to be by a lender. Of course, we do it faster, easier, and smarter. But any financing in the real estate market, people sometimes said, no, I'm taking a mortgage. So it's make my risk bigger. It's right. You need to pay the mortgage. But it will help you make sure that the property for the long period of time will be cash flowing positive because somebody is making sure that you did a good transaction and you lowered your risk because you diversified your investments. So those are two very important things that I wanted to say. Michal, do you have anything else to add? I just thought about all the investors in the world. I mean, comparing, you guys are talking about other investments. So when you go with crypto or you put your stocks in Apple in the 80s, you didn't see the stock. You don't know how Bitcoin looks. It's not in your mind. But when you investing in real estate, you do need the right people to go with you and the right network. So these days I'm working on growing Lendai's network in North America. You know, we're also growing our network in Australia and England and Israel. But the bottom line is, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I agree. You just need the right people, the property management, the realtor, you know, the legal, the lender, and everyone that goes with you to do the right thing, the right deal for you whatever fits your needs. So I'm inviting everybody to join us for the ride. Well, we will be sharing the link in the show notes and in, uh, put it on, on YouTube as well. And it's been very exciting to partner with you guys because it brings my clients a value add so that they have an option, especially when they're investing from another country into the U.S., which is most of what I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really provides a solution do you have competition right now? Are there competitors out there? So I will address it. Just one thing I want to address what Michal said. In the real estate market specifically, not, even when you're a local investor, but you need to build yourself a group of people that walk, go with you for a long period of time. In, in my business, that's exactly the key, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, and this is actually why we see our borrowers, 70% of our borrowers are returning to get another second or third loan or even the fourth mm-hmm. because... We become part of their network and we want to help them grow their business as they help us grow our business. So they have their property manager, they have the legal work, they have their lender, You're really building a team that help you scale up your business. And this is very specifically when you're an offshore investors, it's very important to have the right resources with boots on the ground. And then that could be part of your network if you have the realtor and the lender 
and everybody that's in working with you to make sure that your business investments in the U.S. will be better. So that's at once. As, as to your questions, as far as uh, competition, so like everything in the world, you will always have a competition. There are some Canadian banks, as Michal said, that are due lending for Canadians. But the problem is that the process is very, very long and it's very, very not tax savvy. And you need to do a lot of legwork, as I say. And it's not a click of a button from the computer. There are <laughs> not. <laughs> Definitely not. Very old-fashioned, yeah. Yeah, it, just, to, just to give you a, a recap on that, what our platform and our technology enable us is that the borrower, to get an initial offer, it's three to five minutes. And to close on the entire loan, the borrower needs to spend between half an hour to an hour and a half in total, including the signing of the documents. So uploading everything, answer the questions, signing the documents. For a borrower with Lendai, it will be faster to get a loan in the U.S. than to take up a loan on his property in his origin country. You know, just the time it will take him go down to the car, drive to the bank, wait in line, ask the questions. And this time he would already close his loan in the U.S. with Lendai. And we do have competitors. Everybody has competitors, but I'm happy to say that none of the competitors in the market are not even close to what Lendai is doing. Just to give you a sample, the average time for an American lender to lend to an American citizen is 41 days from application to closing. The average time with Lendai is 7 to 21 days. And when the American lenders need force you to go to him, sign the documents in front of him, bring him a lot of email correspondence, with Lendai, everything is in one platform with a full streamlined online process that takes you much less documentation and much, much, much less time. So it's not that we don't have competitors, but we're positioned ourselves in a whole different place. I would like to add to that inside the criteria of Lendai. So for example, yesterday I had a conversation with a client and he mentioned, oh, you guys don't do uh, seasoning, for example. So being part of, uh, you know, taking the our product to be tailor-made for the foreigners that's uh, part of it, where in the Burr method, we go into the refinance and uh, the client don't or the investor, they don't need to season the property. So that's those little things, those little criterias that are slightly different, but they change a lot. Yeah. And I want to just, I don't know if all our listeners know what is the, the Burr method. So the birds, the B-R-R-R-R. Method. That's the best way and the best model to invest in U.S. real estate. What does it mean? It's the first B is, of course, buy. You need to buy a property. Then the first R is renovate because you bought it under the market value if you could, and you need some renovations to do. And then you rent it. That's the next R. You put in a tenant who's starting to pay the rent. The next thing is to refi. Basically, cash out, take back your equity. And that is where Lenda is coming into place, of course. And that was the part that was closed to foreign nationals before Lendai came into the market. And the last R is repeat. Just do it over and over again. So you take $100,000, you buy a property in 80, renovate it in 20. The value put in a tenant, now this property is worth 150 or 160 because it's a good property that you had a good deal. Now you cash out, you take back $80,000 and you go with Lendai and buy another property, this time with financing. So it's basically... Buy one, get one free, except of closing costs, because we cash out from the one and we finance the next one. So we, you're just building a larger portfolio uh, with very ease of use, and, and it's making you a better investor, basically, and give you higher returns and much more stability to your portfolio. Got it. Perfect. Listen, it's amazing stuff. So what I'd love to do is just close out with how do people find you guys? 
Obviously, as I say, we'll put my link in the show notes, but give the quick summary of where people find you, how they can connect with you, and so on, please. Yeah, so first of all, there's our website, lendai.us. That's the easiest way. We work with a global network of partners. The partners could be real estate developers, real estate brokers, entrepreneurs, property managers. So in almost every market that we work in, and we currently work in 11 U.S. states, if you go to your real estate guy and ask him, hey, well, I want to get a financing on a U.S. property and I'm not an American, they will direct you to Lendai. Or if they haven't, so you can just tell them, hey, look at this company, start working with them, and then he will bring you to us. Of course, we have a LinkedIn page. We have a Facebook page. We're all over the network. You can read about us. We just had a nice article read about us in the New York Post last week. Uh, so if you read the New York Post, you probably saw it. So we're very approachable. If you're a Canadian, that Michal will be uh, probably the one that will connect you. If you're from Australia, from Europe, from Israel, be connected to our Israeli team over there. Uh, And I just wanted to add that there is also one Lauren Cohen that they can reach. And uh, me, unfortunately, there's a lot of me, but nobody that has (laughs) a lot of me around. It's a very popular name. So yeah, through our partners, and if not through our partners, all over, you know, all over any platform. If it's in Canada, then I'm here. Yeah, but if you're listening to this podcast, so the best is just to go to Lauren, and then she will direct you. If you're a a realtor, she will bring you as a partner. If you're a borrower, she will help you on board as a borrower. She's your go-to girl. Yeah. Go to go. Well, thank you very much. I wish everybody a wonderful rest of your day. And thanks, Michal and Yair, for joining us. And, you know, we'll have you back again. And thank you so much for sponsoring this Investing Across Borders podcast. It makes it more meaningful to have a sponsor like you as part of our world. And we do appreciate it very much. So thank you. And wishing everybody a good day. I'm Lauren Cohen, international legal and real estate expert and cross-border specialist, signing off for Investing Across Borders, the podcast. We're almost at episode 52. I think this will be episode 51. So you guys are almost at the year mark. You got in right before. So I'm looking forward to going into my second year of Investing Across Borders. Please do subscribe to the podcast. It's on all the applicable channels. And I look forward to working with each and every one of you and having the opportunity to help you invest across borders so you can truly invest, live, work, and play anywhere in the world. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Investing Across Borders with Lauren Cohen. Make sure to check the show notes for any links and for guest contact information. If you have questions for Lauren, please reach out to her at founder at ecouncilglobal.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with a friend.